Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 570, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to my favorite part of this show, a Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. And I have a big announcement. Our little network of shows just launched our first non-narration-style podcast. It's actually a dating show and definitely worth the listen. My brother's girlfriend is hosting it, and she's interviewing single people who you can date. It's a really unique concept. Some listeners of this very show are actually interviewed on it. It's super cool. We were hanging out with my brother and his girlfriend, and they played a short clip of the show, and we're super excited about it. So you can come check it out and subscribe for free. It's called Date Us, and you should be able to find it wherever you're listening to this. Oh yeah, and if you're new here and you're wondering, why should you send me a question? What makes me so qualified? Well, I do have my doctorate of public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. During my doctorate, my research emphasis was the effects of diet on weight management, blood lipid values, and blood sugar levels, and its effect on those with type 2 diabetes. I also have my master's of public health with an emphasis in health education and health promotion. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. Needless to say, I love educating. I love talking about this stuff. But again, it wasn't always this way. I wasn't always passionate about these things. It wasn't until I was diagnosed with a chronic disease myself that I eventually decided that, oh, exercise, nutrition, stress management, those are kind of important for me feeling my best. So that's why, again, I love sharing this information with you. If I can just save one person from going through the pain that I had to experience, then all of this is worth it. So let's hear today's question as I help you optimize your life. Hey, Dr. Neil. My question is about how minimal amounts of alcohol can impact your sleep quality. It's no question that if you go out at night on a weekend, it'll result in poor sleep, but I have noticed a decrease in my quality of sleep even if I have just one drink. 
On the rare occasion, I'll have a glass of wine with dinner when I cook at home. I eat pretty healthy, never have wine too close to bed, and always follow it with a few glasses of water, and I usually sleep around seven hours a night. How come, when all of those factors are consistent, one glass of wine has me waking up feeling sluggish and tired the next day? Thanks. Thank you for your question, Olivia. Whenever I discuss sleep, I like to use pets as an example. Picture a dog putting itself to sleep. Well, first, let's be honest. It has to sniff around the room a while to find that perfect spot. Then when it does find that oh-so-perfect place where there's just the right amount of sun, they'll then make five circles around that particular spot before finally flopping on their side. But not just flop anywhere. It has to be on that spot where half their body is getting direct sunlight and the other half is in the shade. Once this perfect spot has been found, sleep sets in quickly. Within just a few minutes, your dog will go from being completely awake to being in a state of deep sleep, where their eyelids are fluttering and their legs are twitching as visions of chasing some varmint dances through their heads. It's that deep restorative sleep that our pets and we as human beings need so badly. It's getting this deep restorative sleep that helps us perform at our best when we wake up. Animals like cats and dogs can achieve this state of deep restorative sleep really, really quickly. That's partly why they don't need to sleep for seven or eight continuous hours like we do. They can take a quick snooze or cat nap and be back up on their feet and ready to go after just 10 or 15 minutes of rest. As human beings, we actually have two stages of sleep that our bodies fluctuate in and out of throughout the night. There's the rapid eye movement or REM phase and the non-rapid eye movement, NREM phase. To make things just a bit more complicated, the NREM phase or non-rapid eye movement phase actually has four stages, where stages one and two are what we would call light sleep and stages three and four would mean the person is in deep sleep. So when someone is in stages one and two, the slightest sound might wake them up. But in stages three and four, it may be harder to wake them up. And it's these later stages, stages three and four, that are most important for our health. Now, in case you're wondering how scientists identified these stages, they had people come into a sleep lab where they hooked them up to these machines that read their brain waves and their body temperature while they slept. Now, remember, that's just NREM sleep that I described. REM sleep is also important for feeling your best. For most of us, it takes about 90 minutes to get to the REM phase of deep sleep. Remember how quick naps are so restorative for our pets? Well, we're built quite differently. We need a minimum of seven hours to allow our bodies to go in and out of all the stages of NREM and REM sleep. When that happens, we wake up feeling refreshed. Okay, phew, huge digression there, I know. Why did I bother explaining all of that when Olivia simply wanted to know why alcohol affects her sleep? It's because to truly understand this concept, you needed to know some of this background information. Depending on the amount of alcohol consumed, alcohol can act as a depressant. No, this doesn't mean that by drinking it, you will feel depressed. It simply means that it tends to slow the body and mind down. Caffeine, on the other hand, is a stimulant in that it would have the opposite effect. It would speed things up. So many folks will claim that alcohol makes them feel slightly sluggish or sleepy. And because of this effect, they may use alcohol to put themselves to sleep. After all, that's what nightcaps are for, right? Well, this is partly true. Alcohol can make you fall asleep faster, but 
Some have a lower tolerance to this effect, where others may have a higher tolerance. Olivia, in your case, you may have a lower tolerance to alcohol in general. For others, they may not quite have the same response. Maybe they can consume more alcohol and not fall asleep as quickly or feel as groggy the next day. But here's the really interesting thing. Regardless of whether you have a high or a low tolerance to alcohol, while you're asleep, what's happening is your body is still metabolizing that alcohol and clearing it from your system. So at some point during the night, while you're asleep, something called a rebound effect happens. This means that instead of acting as a depressant like it normally would, once the alcohol clears your system, your body starts to wake up. And if you're an otherwise healthy person with a normal functioning liver, this can happen four to five hours after you fall asleep, depending on how much alcohol you consumed before you hit the hay. Think about it. The body is starting to wake up right in the middle of your sleep cycles. This is when you're supposed to be moving in and out of stage two of non-rapid eye movement and REM sleep. And sure enough, this is what scientists have discovered, that when alcohol is consumed before bedtime, the body spends less time in the REM phase of the sleep cycle. So you end up feeling tired and groggy the next day, even though you may have slept for the recommended seven to eight hours. And that's because alcohol started waking you out of that deep restorative sleep. Added to this is the effect that alcohol may have on hormones like growth hormone. Alcohol may decrease the amount of growth hormone secreted during sleep, which will definitely influence any gains you were hoping to achieve from your workout earlier in the day. So the bottom line is this. Yes, for some people, alcohol may help put them to sleep faster. But for many, during the night when the alcohol finally clears your system, it actually may force your body to start to wake up and disrupt that deep restorative sleep that you so very need. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you again for the question, Olivia. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And I wanted to give a quick reminder. We'd love it if you show some support for our newest show in our network, 
It's an original idea and something we're super excited about. Even if you're not single, it's worth the listen because it's super fun to hear. And most of the people being interviewed are actually listeners of our podcast. I know one of the guys interviewed listens to this show. I'm talking to you, Chad. So check it out. Have your single friends listen. The podcast is called Date Us and it just came out. You should be able to listen and subscribe for free wherever you're hearing this. Again, that's called Date Us. All right, that's enough out of me for today. Another week of Optimal Health Daily is in the books. That's 570 episodes, still can't believe it. It's all thanks to you. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for being a subscriber. Hey, thank you for checking out our Instagram. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll be back here on Monday as usual where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.